Hello, and welcome back to the Moments That Matter podcast. I am your host, Laura Escamilla, and today we're continuing the conversation with our friends, Karen and Selena, as Karen prepares to send her oldest daughter off to college. Enjoy. Another thing that we had a discussion on that you may want to discuss, your expectations for communication. Because for my kids, I was I just asked, just FaceTime me once. Proof of life. I want to see your face. And like I said, Lucas was very much like, I'm not going to call you. I'm not going to text you. But you know what? He called me more than Skylar did. He had a class that was across campus. And he'd call me when he got out of class while he walked yes. to his dorm room. Just a good little routine. Yeah. That's what it became. Yeah. yeah. And it was just happened. a vent and tell me what happened in class. I wasn't required to really say anything. He just talked mm-hmm. and that was fine. And how was class? And he just told me, okay, I'm in my room. Okay. Love you. Bye. And that was it. And that's what I got. And I took it. I took what I got. Yes. Take what you get. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> they are different. Oh my goodness. And they just get busy. We want an instantaneous Please send me, mm-hmm. send me a message. You're not going to get a response Mom, immediately. It's just so hard to untangle my life from her. Right. We're so yeah. tangled right now. But mm-hmm. that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, hey, you're right. Maybe even if once she gets settled in, like, okay, hey, let's try to call, you know, on Sunday night. Just mm-hmm. just see how you're doing. Because yeah. sometimes you try calling them and they just never answer. <laughs> and never answer. And yeah, even a text, don't and respond. And their awake time is my sleepy time. Like, yeah. Yes, I mean, that too. Yeah. You know, true. that is true. And that was one of the, I think biggest things that I learned is just you have to express what you're hoping to get that it's important to me. I at least once a week hear from you just so that they know. Not going to read my mind. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Exactly. So that's one of the biggest things off air. We discussed the FERPA and communication. The other big thing was you have to tell me about your grades because you're not going to have access to their grades and you're not going to know how they're doing. She has to have a two step authorization Mm -hmm. process to get information that I have no access to. Yes. Yes. And you're going to have to tell me and you're going to have to be honest if you're struggling, if you're doing well and that kind of thing. And I expect that because I am paying for it, but nothing too crazy. Nothing like every day. How are you doing? Just check in. Yeah. You know, how are grades? How are classes? Yes. And I know sometimes they need support. Sometimes they start going through those stresses. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Projects coming up, you know, midterms all within a week and a half period. And just say, hey, what's coming up? How's your schedule looking? How are you doing? Are you because that's when you really notice a little shift in their voice. And you know, missing home—that's part of it. That's, that's real. real. But I think it was always just like, what are they up to? What have you been doing? Because mm-hmm. you really want to know that. And then, of course, I think it is important about the grades to be realistic about that too, because right. we don't have access to them. But that's the purpose that they're there. Mm-hmm. They're academics For and sure. to get their college degree. So. You do want to be informed about that, too. And if they're struggling, you want to know that, you know, hey, what can we do? Because they offer so many resources when it comes Mm to tutors, teaching assistants, TAs, and they so encourage that. I think while we're on this topic is, gosh, I can't say enough. Professors want kids to go talk to them. They want to go during their office hours, even just to say, hi, this is who I am. Not to go when you're about to fail a class (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they need your help. They Mm -hmm. encourage that so much. I don't know how many times, like the orientation we've gone to, professors are yearning for that. Like, come to my class. Hey, ask a question, whatever it is. And one of my kids was so good about that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it really makes a difference. They knew her by name and Mm -hmm. Alejandro was okay. He's still getting through that. But it just, they get busy and like, mom, I don't think so. But, you know, it is really good. Be their own advocate there. Yes, they do. Nobody else is going to be watching out for them and their grades, but them. It's part of adulting, It's a part of adulting. And, you know, and Skylar, and I may have mentioned this before, but she 
struggled her first semester with one of her classes and she was too prideful to go talk to her professor and ask for help. And she felt like, well, I've never needed tutoring before because I'm smart enough to figure (laughs) this out. But you know why she wasn't? Because it got to be too late. She did go ask her professor. She was probably a month out of finishing the semester, said, I'm struggling. Finally, when we convinced her to go and her professor was like, I will meet with you every day after class if you're willing to stay and work and I will work with you. And he did every class twice a week for the whole month. But she still failed the class because it was too late. It was too late. And from that point on, she retook the class. And she did go meet every professor and take every tutoring and every extra instruction available for the rest of her three and a half years. (laughs) And that became a part of her routine. That became a part of her habits and study habits. And because of that experience, because our kids are five years apart, Lucas, day one, he knew that he was going to go and he took an exam and he went and asked if he missed something. Let me find out what I did wrong to advocate for himself because that's the only way to be really, truly successful. And it mattered because when she was trying to get into law school after that, she needed letters of recommendation and her professors yes, knew her. and they knew her. That's such a good point. So they already knew her because usually, especially when you get to the classes for their major, they have the same professors. They teach multiple courses. So they knew her and she didn't have a problem asking for help because they knew who she was and she got it. That's really wise. And sometimes they take for granted that like, oh, of course they know me. They take attendance, but <laughs> no, but they don't. Many. But they do make themselves available. I think that mm-hmm. it seems like what they they've do. said is they have office hours. Mm-hmm. And, and they remember the students that go because they don't all go. Right. For sure. It does make a difference. It's important to tell her to do that. I'll get another. I know. <laughs> and it, it has to be them for themselves. And like I said, they have to be their own advocate because... You're not there to advocate for them. If they don't do it, nobody's going to do it. They have to know that. That if they want to accomplish something, it's only going to happen if they do it. If she has goals there, it's only going to happen if If she she does does it. it. Yeah. And that's the truth for everything that happens after this point. You you can't go to the school. (laughs) I'm looking forward to that. And it's kind of heart-wrenching at the Mm -hmm. same time. For sure. Yeah. I know. As much as I'm so sad, I'm ready to let her. I want to see her like yeah. that yeah and flourish and, and yeah. yeah I read a quote online that I wrote down because it really did encompass everything that we're discussing is that a mother's job is to teach her children not to need her anymore and the hardest part of that job is accepting success I, so I tell my husband, because I've been a stay-at-home yeah. mom, and I tell my husband all the time, I'm working myself out of a job. This is terrible. So we raise our kids to leave. At least we did. I've been preparing them yeah. for this moment yeah. their whole life, you know? No, for sure. This is when you get to do all the things you imagined, all the things <laughs> you wanted, all the, the big goals. This is when it starts happening. Yeah. But you have to put the work in, and if you're willing to put the work yeah. in, great things will happen. But they have to want it for themselves. Let's go to something lighter. About yeah. you asked about the things that were necessary for a dorm and what was a waste. Yes, like she wants all the things, and I'm happy to provide some of it. But I'm like some of that because I know what I used. But you know, yeah. it's been a long time. Do you know what was a big waste? Which I'm sad, very sad, and ashamed to say, <laughs> cleaning supplies. That was a big waste <laughs> because that Swiffer was still in the box when we went to pick her up. <laughs> that is so, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, we wasted they're a not, lot of money. They're going to football games on Saturdays, not cleaning, cleaning the bathroom. Yes, I, for some reason, like I said, expected that every weekend she'd clean. She washed her clothes and her sheets and yeah. what have you. The detergent is fine, but the extra stuff I thought should be dusting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that didn't, no. If it happened, it did not happen <laughs> with as, the supplies as, that I sent. And and I also asked Skylar in preparation for this, what did we send you with that you didn't need? And she said, a mini fridge. I didn't need the mini fridge. She goes, everything would go bad by the time I got to it. And if I was out at a, the library, I couldn't go back to my dorm to get it. I'm thinking that's essential. She's like, I bought a drink at Starbucks or I bought a tea at Chick-fil-A. I didn't ever go back to my dorm room to go get something I needed. She goes, and all the snacks were dry snacks. There were like granola bars and chips and stuff. I didn't need the fridge. She's like, it just was one more thing for me to do when I left campus for the holidays. She had to clean it out and throw everything out. For her, that's what she felt. And she took too many shoes. I mean, just like when it comes to a limited amount of sweaters and, you know, what climate, wherever you're going to be, your child's going to yeah. be, kind of what climate it is. But just you want to limit things. Then she really needs like heavier coats and maybe mid-semester mm -hmm. or early Seven. part of the fall or winter, get things up there slowly. You don't yeah. have to take everything at once. Our kids, and I think they're probably in the same region, yeah. definitely rain boots and, and uh, an umbrella. I definitely. picked up an umbrella. It was kind of a joke at the time because it never rains here, but. Yes. It's like, this is called an umbrella. Yeah, just an <laughs> umbrella that goes in their backpack. And That's on always, the top of my list, too. Yeah. How many times that you just in the middle of the day, and they, they buy get a more. rainstorm. Like they break or yeah. it's too windy or somebody stole it because they left it outside yeah. the class or whatever. We bought many umbrellas. But rain boots, she went from the short rain boots to the tall rain boots <laughs> because it rained all, all the time, time and it was muddy all the time. So yeah. walking to and from class and sometimes you just get those random storms and they don't look at the weather. No, so it's always good to just have an umbrella that fits in their backpack. They don't even realize it's in there. Even just like those little ponchos, mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes when they have to, you know, carry, walk, everything. carry everything and they got their laptop in their backpack, just... Versus a raincoat, it's just going right. to be too bulky, but they can always carry a foldable poncho, poncho. just to have but the rain. So prepare for rain. <laughs> yes, yeah. all the time. Rain all the time or drizzle all the time. And the thing is that it happens inevitably when they're in class and they walk out and... What happened? Yes. <laughs> and and they got to get to, you know, class across campus. And they run and they, you know, they get there. They get soaked. Yes. They get soaked. Yeah, wet. that is a good suggestion to me. Like, just yeah. simply... Rain boots yeah, and just, they can't take everything in their closet. And let me tell you, then they yeah, start building... Storms to not offer a whole lot of mm -hmm. If they are able to put storage little plastic bins under their bed, like for the heavy sweaters yeah. and things mm -hmm. like that. And then, of course, they accumulate a whole T-shirt wardrobe while they're there. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just like weather organizations. There's always event. free T-shirt giveaways. And mm -hmm. that's what becomes their wardrobe, our T-shirts and jeans. Or, and I think both my kids lived with one of those Yeti water bottles, something mm -hmm. they could throw in their back. they constantly filling it up. And both of them have it all the time with them. And something durable. And they have those water fill stations yeah. all around campus, too. Yeah. You, you don't know how long they'll be away from their dorm. Right. right. Just pack a granola bar. You just don't know. And I always tell them, hey, gosh, $20 cash, always with you. You yeah. don't know if an ATM machine's going to be broken or just little things like just at least have that on hand. Mm -hmm. Be prepared. For sure. Yeah. And as far as packing, I swear by them and you'll see them. If you look up anything on Pinterest for packing those IKEA zip-up bags, if you have not purchased them, purchase lots of them. Okay. They are amazing. They really? fit so much in those bags, and then they just fold up after, and you can bring them home. And when you go it's get not... them, you un and they've made it the five years <laughs> every year and pass them down to Lucas, and we still have them, and we have a little tote in the garage with all the blue bags. 
They're these blue IKEA bags, mm -hmm. okay. and they sell on Amazon like a generic brand of them, yeah. but they're like a little rectangle, and those things fit everything. Really? They carry the shoes and the clothes and everything, everything. in there. And yeah, that they were amazing, and they've made it all the years, you know, for lots of stuff. Yeah, because where I guess where would you store suitcases and there's <laughs> nowhere to do that. <laughs> no, now, like, where, now that I think yeah. about it, where mm -hmm. would we put there's that? nowhere to do that. Yeah, for sure. So that's my advice. And the normal things, the sheets, surge protectors, plenty of chargers for their phone, extras, more than just the one, mattress <laughs> stopper. Yeah. yeah, just a little family photo. Remind them of home. Yeah. I'm the one that would always prepare put a small little picture just so you can have on her desk. You, you know, just <laughs> welcome home. With Skylar, I did all the things. I had her little monogram thing for oh, the wall. And yeah. I had, like I said, we did the matching comforters. and. Yes pillows and all the things and with lucas was like you need a comforter right <laughs> so your kids are different and let her dictate what she wants because that's what skylar wanted she wanted it to feel nice and warm in her room but don't get anything that she's not asking for right. really right. so just just take her lead on it like Find myself what about this this is cool mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, and then you also have to remember that you have to pack it all up and bring it back that so. is and that Very is true. not fun. And like our a university does amazing at moving. Like, man, it would happen so quick and efficient. But when you move out, there's nobody. You're there. on your own, baby. You're <laughs> packing it. Yourself. Yeah, there's nobody there to help. Up and, and down the stairs. Mm -hmm. I am going to mention that stairs. to her. I am going to tell her. Yeah. Remember, you got to pack You have all help moving up. in. You're not going to have help moving out. Yeah. And they came home for whatever break or if we went up to visit, like bring this or bring that. And you don't have to take everything. Let's just see how it goes yeah. and, and figure it out. Yeah. Like anything you accumulate. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> they get a lot of stuff at school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of T-shirts for sure. <laughs> and um, the final thing you asked about sororities. Oh, yes. She's expressed a little bit of interest. She hasn't just been like, yes, this is what mm -hmm. I have to do it. So I just I've said, you know, and you can tell me if it's right or wrong. At her school, I believe they rush or do the mm -hmm. whole process at the beginning of the school year, which I wish there was time mm -hmm. to wait because how do you know yeah. which sorority, you know, who the people are and what? So I think we're going to have to wade through that. Yeah. At Baylor, they don't let them rush their first semester. They rush like in spring. Yeah. And I think that's just an adjustment because they do require a lot of time. And and I, that's know, what I'm wondering. Like, is that a conflict? Right. Between, and and you know, Selena, like, you can speak to fraternity life. I mean, that is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't have experience with the sorority stuff. Our son definitely, definitely wanted to do it since his freshman year. And we said, no, we just needed yeah. to see because we know our son. We want him to see how are you going to handle your academics yeah. all fall, spring and then into the summer. Still, he wanted to just give me the chance, give me the chance. And so he proved himself the yeah. first year of school. And so we said, OK, he did it his second year. And, and I think but, that's good. It yeah, gives and, you a little more time to know who and they you're getting involved with, right. what you're signing up for. Yeah. And they don't have to rush that first year. Skylar went in like, I will never be a sorority girl, like <laughs> never. And you could have sworn up and down she would never be in a sorority. And, and when it opened in the spring, I asked her, are you going to go? She's like, no, mom, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be one of those girls. Okay. But her second year, she met uh, someone in one of her classes that she got along with amazingly. And her friend 
said, we, we should rush. you should rush. <laughs> yeah. And Skylar did join. It wasn't quite like a national sorority. Mm-hmm. It was one of the first women's sororities at Baylor. And it was just directed to Baylor. And it's a service organization, quote unquote, is what she responded. But it's a sorority. There's no yeah. two ways around it. They have bees yeah. and they have all of the yeah. same things. It's just it's only at her school. But she joined and she was the recruiting organizer her second semester in and then the parliamentarian for two years after that. And she went through all the way through her senior year and she loved it because there are benefits to it. And in the ways of the friends and for her, they were required to volunteer at least 40 hours each semester. So she volunteered walking dogs and helping Mm -hmm. clean up and paint and that was really good. It was a service organization and she loved it. And there was benefit. She lifelong friends through that. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to help her. It's going to have to be her decision, I think. But And find one that fits your values. Yeah. What the benefit versus how much time is it that you have available? Mm-hmm. And I will say just from our perspective of the fraternity, yes, it's time consuming. They do set aside time for their academics as pledges. They had to spend so many times in the library because academics are important. But regardless of that, it was a lot. It was very time consuming, a lot more than I expected. That's for sure. There's but they'll be spending meetings. their time somewhere, so yeah. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, there's always meetings, always some sort of event, always some sort of fundraiser, some sort of volunteer effort Saturday morning, just volunteering somewhere. <laughs> and that was fine. She stayed busy, but managing that, like I mentioned, the difficulty she had her first semester, I don't know that she could have managed adding right. that component to it or working or all of those things. So she had really a growing period that whole year. and. She joined her second year and she stayed for all three years and she found a way to manage her time and how that worked and she knew what happened. I guess I didn't even realize you could join. I thought if you weren't a freshman and rushed as a freshman, that your opportunity was passed. Have her look into that, but that was not the case at Baylor at all. And Mm -hmm. I guess not with Alejandro because he joined second year. He joined second year. Mm -hmm. And And I will say at the end of the day, it's been a good thing for him. He's really enjoyed it. People he's met, that's who his roommates are going to be this coming year Mm -hmm. are the people he's met there at the fraternity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Lucas was going to rush in the spring and decided to wait because his other friends were waiting until second year. But now he wants to get a job. So there's no time to do both. You're either going to have a work or you're going to put your time into this because it does require a lot of time. Lot. So there's just obligations that they've agreed to do to be part of that organization. And like I said, that requires recruiting other people and that requires volunteering and their traditional events that they participate with. And it just adds up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree, but still it's it was good. part it of was the college fun. experience. Yeah. The college yeah. experience we're talking about. It. Again, She's uh, on the fence. So yeah. again, have she'll have to meet people and see if they're the, her kind of people because yeah. she's going to have to find her village and yes. make her group. I think in high school she had her her mm-hmm. athletic team. So that was kind of her people. And then now she's not going to play college sport. So she's going to have to find a new group. Yeah. And that's where she's like, what, where am I going to find my people? Right. Oh my gosh. So. But there's so many organizations. And again, at the beginning of the year, they have a whole week of welcoming it. Yeah. All of the organizations, they're set up. It just, Unbelievable. It all unfolds. It all unfolds. And whatever she's studying, there's professional organizations and groups they need to join as part of that. They have to do things for their majors and then they'll meet people in their class they need to study with and she'll find her group 
somehow. And also, like I said at the start, she'll determine her roommate might end up being her best friend. Her roommate might just be like, we'll see you next year. And <laughs> yeah. it's hit or miss. But sometimes they end up being lifelong friends and they meet this person from that person. And I met this person from this class and right. they just, it's very natural. They figure it out. And if she's not figuring it out, then you have another discussion about what, <laughs> what she needs to do. But for the most part, they'll work oh, it out. I anticipate she'll be She'll be good. It's all you worrying about it. <laughs> it's all me. And all normal. Those are all normal <laughs> emotions. Very normal. Do you have any other questions you could think? I'm sure I'll lay my head down tonight and think of I should have 10 asked. more. But. but I would like to get back together after you've moved her in yeah. to see how that went, because that would be fun to know what your experience was. Yes. And if I cried all the way home. Or yes. <laughs> Or not, or, or you, not. you that's okay if you do. Yes, no, you cry I, all the way home, that's okay. Or really you get hard. so frustrated moving her in that you're like, see ya, bye. Good <laughs> thing you're staying here. Yes, we need a break. We, we, need a, we need at least a four-month break. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and that's also a conversation to have. How are you going to go visit her? Is she going to come home? What does that look yeah. like for you? I know we visited that first semester twice, and both times were disappointed at how little we got to see, see her. We did get to take all her friends out to eat at least <laughs> twice. And then that was all we were good for after that and yeah. some groceries. And so the second semester, we didn't do as much. And yeah. the years that go after that turn into the, the same thing because mm -hmm. they dictate what they're doing. And if she misses you, if she wants to come home to visit, then let her come home and visit. If you feel like she's needing a little extra, then you go visit her and you kind of figure that out and learn. But my kids were very much a see ya. Like, I anticipate a whole lot of, yeah, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> You're still yeah. here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Got things to oh. do. Yeah. And when they come home, a lot of, I want to be a kid again. Are you going to cook? Feed me. Yeah. They they want to let go of that independent side and just want to be taken care of while they're home. That was my experience too. Yes, I agree with that. I do agree. <laughs> yeah, Where did the is. adult go? Yes. <laughs> hey, you know, just sometimes you're you want so to go grown. visit them. They're like, mom, I got a test on Monday. Mm -hmm. I got a test on Tuesday. Yeah. And truly, you won't see them. They're and dedicating them. And it's not fair to them. Them. Yeah. You don't want to feel them like guilty. I've got to spend mm -hmm. time with my parents. And so that's why ahead of time when you're talking to them on the phone, hey, when you have exams coming up so that you don't, plan a trip, but they've got those things to prepare right. for their exams. So. And we did a lot with Lucas his first year, this past year, if we were going to be in the area within a couple of hours and you might have that with your other kids playing sports and stuff and yeah. be like, we're two hours away. Do you want us to stop by? We can stop by just for the day and just go eat if you are okay with that. Yeah. And every single time he said, I'm fine with that. And we took that as a yes, yeah. we're going. And we did. And just for the day, we just picked yeah, him up, went to eat, took him to get some groceries. And that was it. And sometimes he'd be like, I got to be done by six because I have to be at this place. So there's a basketball game where we're doing this or I have a test or and yeah. we just took what we All could if life. we were. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we definitely didn't drive seven hours just for that. But if we had right. things in the area that we could get to him within a couple hours and we would. We would make that drive. So. I love it. Y'all have already been there. It helps me so much. I can envision it already. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's what I didn't have. I didn't have anybody to tell me, you know. Some of these things are like light bulb moments where I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to be a whole lot more prepared now. And it was different. You know, when I left to college, my parents were like, bye, see ya, pack <laughs> your stuff in the car. I drove yeah. myself and 
call me sometime kind of of thing. I think my husband and I come at it because that's what happened to him. It was like he drove cross country and just they were like, see ya. Mm -hmm. And my parents helped me move in and they were there Mm -hmm. for me. So I'm like, oh. It's a really different experience, but it's. Like I said, for the most part, just let her dictate what that looks like for her. That's good advice. I'm mm-hmm. going gonna, gonna to try. Okay. <laughs> It'll work out. Yeah. It'll work out. Well, thank you so much, ladies. I enjoyed the conversation. I hope we were helpful, Karen. Yes, you really were. I'm telling you, I had some moments of like, okay, I hadn't even thought about that. And I'm going to be able to hopefully be much more prepared, I think. We're looking <laughs> forward to the recap. I won't stay all yes. weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Like the week. next day. Yes, <laughs> for sure. Just plan to go. If you think you've stayed too long, it's been too it's long. It's been too long. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much.